Music and art are an expression of an artist's perspective on life. They shape our own perceptions of reality and help us develop an appreciation for the world around us. Connect with creatives of every nature to understand and deepen your connection to their work on the Evoked Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Evoked Podcast. Today I'm joined by David Holmes, photographer at Aperture Photography. David, thank you for being here. Appreciate you, Tony. So originally from Park Forest. Yes. Now we got. We, I was just asking you about that because it's not Forest Park. <laughs> no, Forest Park is closer to here. You know. Now you're closer to uh, Indiana, right? Yes. Very cool. So tell me how you got into uh, photography because quite the story. Yes, um, I'm gonna try to truncate it because I know it can be a little, um, a little extensive. But um, initially. I was doing massage therapy. This is back in 2017. And I got a call to do some work at a church for Mother's Day. And I was supposed to hang out with my friend that day, but I kept getting this, um, I kept getting this alert. Nobody was taking this job. So I hit up my friends like, hey, is there a way we can like hang out later that day so I can take the job? And they were like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> There was no traffic virtually that day, so I would go to the church, and I meet somebody outside the church, and, you know, I'm talking with them a little bit. I noticed there's a slight accent, so I asked them where they're from. They're from Brazil. Okay, cool. So, you know, um, the event they're having the Mother's Day service, and there wasn't, like, a lot of people there, so her and I were talking. I was like, hey, um, how long are you in Chicago for? And she was like, I'm here for a couple months. And I was like, I'd like to show you around. So she was like, cool. So we went up to, uh, about a week later we hung out, and we went to the Oriental Institute in Hyde Park, which is a really cool museum if you ever get the chance to go. Um, They have like a lot of ancient Egyptian, Middle Eastern art. Mm, Interesting. And and actually Indiana Jones went there. Oh, no way. That's where he taught. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if if you're watching, oh, yeah, that's in Chicago. Yeah. So we hung out. She enjoyed it. She had a friend who was staying, like, in a hostel, and he was, like, from Nigeria. And so I hung out. I was like, oh, that was, pretty cool. that was pretty cool. And then about a few weeks later, we hung out again, and she's like, hey, I have a friend from Columbia. Is it okay if they're cool? It's like, no more the merrier. So we went to the Sears Tower, and we hung out. And we had a friend from Brazil, a friend from Columbia. And then we went out to a Japanese restaurant, took them to their hotel it was you know went home it was pretty cool and that day I felt like I was like an ambassador to Chicago you know mm-hmm. just or whatever but it was just showing people that hey you know there's people in Chicago want to show you what we have to offer for sure so about a month later me and one of the people me and one of the ladies we hung out again we just talked about life and stuff and then that was it and then about a month later I see on Facebook that in Logan Square, there's going to be like a Brazilian dancers performing there. And I was like, man, I don't know anybody at Logan Square. I've never been over there. But I was like, I want to get back into photography. And I went, met some people, had a great time, and took some pictures. And then I got invited to um, a Halloween festival, Halloween parade. And they had a conference in 1871. So there, I meet people from the Brazilian Cultural Center, and I'm here from who do like Columbia Fest. 
So I was like, this is real weird because a few months later I was hanging out with somebody who's from Brazil and somebody from from Colombia. And, you know, because I've photographed dancers when I got out of school and like two years prior, me and a good friend, her name's Krista Provoznik. I got to shout her out. She was the first dancer I photographed. And so I was photographing for about two years prior to meeting the people from Brazil and Colombia. And then when I started doing the work with the people from Brazil and Colombia, got to sh- shout out the Brazilian Cultural Center Columbia Fest, the Ortega Brothers, got to shout people out. Um, I really learned how to, you know, photograph on the go, work with people from different cultures, kind of go through that language barrier. Most people I work with have been immigrants. But it really showed me, like, that hospitality, how to grow and how to relate with people as well. So that's pretty much how I got started. Wow. How long ago was that? Man, that was like uh, 2017. Oh, wow. So it's been a minute now. Yeah. And, and what has been your focus or kind of what have, what have you um, yeah, tried to, to master in terms of photography? Um, building the relationship. You know, because if you have somebody in front of you, and there is a very technical aspect of it, I mean, as right. you know. But if you can't build that relationship, or if you do build that relationship, that makes your technical expertise so much better because you're building a relationship, you're strengthening somebody, and they're trusting you with their family, which is a very, like, private, intimate experience. Yeah. Is that what you uh, focus on mostly is uh, family photography? I would like family and then, like, kind of cultural events as well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you mark yourself as, like, for those cultural events? How, how do you... How do you um yeah, how do how do you attract that? Mostly, it's uh through like a lot of cultural events. Um, you know, I photograph and you know talk to people, organize them, and put things on social media. And um, you know, if you think about it, a culture is a group of families. This is on a macro scale versus a family. It's like a it's like the cell of a <laughs> culture. Right. Absolutely. And tell me about your uh, the other your other business as well because you're also a massage therapist, right? Uh, yes, um, I am, and um, right now I'm mainly focusing on being a recovery coach. And um, in Northwest Indiana, uh, this past year, I had a close friend of mine pass away. Mm. And um, sorry about that. It's um, it really showed that people are suffering. And a lot of times people are suffering in silence. Right. And it's really unfortunate that, you know, people aren't getting the help they need. And there's that stigma to when people are struggling or they're going through, um, they're going through challenges and they get labeled a certain way. But you can help them, like, you know, you may have made a mistake. You probably made the best decision you could at that time with what you're going through, you know, through the filter of traumatic experiences. But you are not the mistake. You're a person and you can change. And when we give people the grace, the love, the compassion, forgiveness, and loving accountability, that's how people. Not only we did, we're not forcing them to grow, but you create an environment where people are open and willing to change. Hundred percent. How has that journey been for you as a as a coach? It's um it's been 
it's been interesting a challenge because you see people outside of your normal like outside of people you normally hang around right and it's not the same thing bad about them or anything bad about me but it's just it's just different and so again like as a photographer working with people like different types of cultures this is a different type of culture it's just not an ethnic or a nation nationality it's more like a culture of experience interesting interesting way to look at it how have you weaved your photography into this or if at all well so um i've uh this past year i've been doing some work with uh with two nonprofits. one is called photo love of the arts and uh, Shine Recovery Cafe. They're both in Northwest Indiana. And we go out into the community and really show people that, you know, no matter where you come from, no matter your background, you can, um, you have something of value. And our goal is to really get people, especially like young kids, and you know from socioeconomic areas that really aren't normally getting these experiences to really show them that yes you have something of value and we would like to show it to you reflect it and it's a beautiful experience um so the way i weave it in is i one time we had to we're at the lake county juvenile center and the thing is if you're inside a juvenile center you can't take photos of you know the uh, residents faces so I'm used to photographing parties where everybody, kids are smiling, but you can't do that. But, you know, I have to, to adapt. Yeah, we've done a lot of work with the homeless and people going through addiction recovery. And it's, it's, it's real life. Hmm. You Absolutely. know, um, if you photograph people having a good time partying, that's cool. That's one aspect of life. But there's a lot of people sh- struggling and to photograph that it's it's different it's a different aspect but it still requires that level of respect they're both human beings they're just going through different journeys through life right no and, and as you were mentioning about me sharing that's something that that's been part of your journey too is recovery right yeah how have how has that been for you um and how has it helped you relate to others being able to share in that experience well uh so i recently stopped drinking alcohol and that was a personal decision, and I noticed it's um, it has been a journey, and you know you just see things differently. Um, way you deal with stress, you know, um, the way you see things going out. It's it is a bit of a challenge, but the beautiful thing is that being around an environment like me, I really started getting back in the church. And being around that and really, like, developing a stronger faith in God really gave me the grace to, you know, to really look at that and to stop. And this is not a knock on anybody who does that. I just did it for a personal decision. But, like, once you step outside of that, and then I had my friend pass away after I decided to quit. So I'm like, dang. And I'm like, dang. Like, God, what are you trying to tell me? And... You know, if people have, we all have like a stumbling block that's in front of our path to succeed or to just be better. And when we're open about it, well, you don't have to be open about it with everybody, but if you can like be with those people who give you that, that grace and that peace and that love where you get to share your struggles and not label you, 
that's how people grow and that's how people change. Absolutely, they do. And, and what's been the most difficult thing when dealing with other people? I say dealing, but when you know trying to encourage and trying to um, do you get a lot of pushback? Is it is it very much received? You know, what what's been that experience like? Well, uh, I mean, honestly, it's been pretty cool. Um, hey, you want something? I want a drink. Oh, okay, cool. All right, you know, that's it. Um, and I'm just very thankful for that. Um, and again, it's not to knock anybody does it. That's you. Everybody does a thing, but um, it's it can be challenging. But I mean, I can honestly say, by the grace of God, that that desire is gone. And um, you know, it's just it's um it's a new chapter and um i'm just thankful that god gave me the grace to leave it alone no absolutely mm-hmm. and and how has that helped you connect with others who are going through recovery or have a desire to to recover you know um i remember when i started being more open about it some people reached out to me like man they didn't know and they were open about their struggles and it was like wow you know because a lot of times we suffer in silence mm-hmm. and we're waiting for somebody else to say kind of like to ask that question or to make that statement we, we want to say and we see um how it changes um i remember as a kid i had a mentor he used to teach uh some of the kid local kids martial arts and stuff and he didn't drink at all and it was so crazy because you know think of all adults you see they drink right but you say never touched it. And I was like, wow, so it is possible. It really is. It really is. And it, 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 it's a tough thing to have to go through, right? And you said, how, how was it for you dealing with it alone? And what advice would you give to people when they're in that situation and they don't want to be uh, captive by these addictions? Yeah, it's just, um, again, I'm no expert. I just know with me, um, when you have that, come to Jesus moment (laughs) or if you don't follow that you have one of those times where it's like alright something has to change just say like just be your best do your best to not to physically be around it so if you have to drive a certain route home like let's say you went to a favorite bar if you have to take another route home do it um if you hang out with people who like to go get crazy, you can still love them, still love them, you know, show them respect, but it's like you're just moving forward. Now, me, I really didn't find a lot of pushback in that, so I can't tell somebody how to deal with that in that aspect. But I'll say just do your best at night to be around it physically. Yeah. And then you can start developing the strength to not be around it spiritually. But those attacks are going to come. Like they will come and just really meditation, prayer, journaling, exercise. Those are great ways to help push against that. And for you, it's also art, right? Because that's what you've mentioned is that art has been a therapy for you. Yeah. And, and, and photography happens to be your art. Yeah. It's, um, it's therapy because, um, 
when you create something, it can't be uncreated, right? It can be destroyed, but it can't be uncreated. You need to build a building. You can, you can knock it down. You can build something on top of it, but there's still like a record that it existed. So when you when you create art, especially in a lot of people in the recovery world, they're using like that creative aspect to get through it. And even if you look at like a lot of famous musicians who are extremely talented, but they suffered, right? So if we can develop that creative aspect to kind of give us strength to overcome those challenges, then I think it's a great way to, it's a great step forward. Can it solve everything? Absolutely not. But it's a great step forward. No, it, it is. And it is very therapeutic. What, how has that been incorporated into your coaching, um, your, your recovery coaching? Just really seeing everybody is, not everybody, but we're all, I'm not going to say all, but when people who are struggling, they're trying to get over a, a wound and they're doing it the best way they know how, right? And it could be a childhood wound. It can be whatever. But we're trying to get over that wound. And what happens when you get injured or you get sick? You need you take some form of medicine, right? But then what happens is that medicine, that medicine we took or we're taking, it gives us a temporary relief. But over time... It's more to our detriment, right? And this mm-hmm. is only for people who are going through recovery. This is not for regular folks. But or now we, I don't even use the word term regular folks because we're all regular, right? But this is just geared towards people who are going through recovery. Um, that those wounds were probably created either in isolation or maybe around a group who helped reinforce the need to medicate but if you can be around people that are more healing who understand and actually be around people who've gone through what you've gone through for overcoming because that can give you the strength that it is possible absolutely no it's it's uh, what we're called to do right i mean that's that's a very cool thing so how how do you see because it sounds like you really you're focusing on two things where, where does um where do you think this path is leading you in terms of your photography, in terms of being able to be a recovery coach for people? It really allows me to um, reach different people, you know, and to relate with people. And it, it is a challenge going to a, a new, um, a new, uh, like a new culture, right? Because one, if somebody comes from a different country, there might be a language barrier, but you can talk, you can relate. Um, but if somebody's going through something, and if you go through something, you have a point where you can relate with them. And it's not to say that what I went through is harsher than you or what you went through is harsher than mine. We both went through something, right? And, in fact, we can come together. We can build a relationship. And so that's the same thing with photography. It's like really focus on the relationship, you know. So if you can build a relationship with somebody who owns a you know big business corporation or is having this big elaborate wedding you, know, you can relate with them you know through culture hey how's it going you smile we're having a great time we're having family you relate with them and then you use your skills to produce something that 
they find valuable. Absolutely. No. And for you, um, you know, in terms of building that community, how can people reach out to you, find you, support you, follow you? Um, yeah. How can they find you on social media or website? Uh, yes. If you look up Apertrue Photography, so it's A-P-E-R-T-R-U-E photography.com. Um, you can follow me there on Instagram, on Facebook as well. And um, you can look me up on Facebook at David Holmes and on LinkedIn is David Holmes. Awesome. Well, David, I appreciate you coming in, you know, sharing a little bit about your story, being vulnerable and for the work that you're doing out there. Um, excited to see what, what comes of it. But again, thank you for coming in and just uh, sharing. I appreciate you. Know, the strength of vulnerability. Absolutely. There is. Thank you, brother. Mm, appreciate you.